Welcome to Changes in Latitudes, a Transgender Experience. A 40-something trans woman shares her observations, life stories, and the adventures of her journey through transition and beyond. And now, here she is, your host, Sabrina Miller. Hey, hello, hello, hi everyone, welcome, 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 it's so wonderful to see you. But before we get into anything, let's listen to that band, give it up for them, listen to it. Ah, yay, yay, I love that band, I love that band, I swear, those ba- th- that band gets better every episode. They must really work hard in between those the, the days of recording because, holy cow, they get better. And this episode, that's Steve Jobs and the Garage Band Band. Hey, I couldn't resist. I, have, I use Apple products, and Steve Jobs started all that. So just a little nod to him and Apple. Anyhow... Welcome, welcome, one and all, to another episode of Changes in Latitudes, a Transgender Experience, episode 31. Uh, title, A Little Confidence Goes a Long Way. And uh, for you long-time listeners, you know we'll get to that in just a minute. For you new-time listeners, hey, thank you for joining us. If this is your first episode, thank you. Welcome, welcome aboard this crazy stream-of-consciousness journey that uh, I take every week with you as listeners. And uh, hopefully we have a lot of fun. Hopefully we, we, we find out something about myself, yourself, whatever it is. I don't know. It's just an awesome experience. And I hope it is for you listening. Anyway, a uh, quick little bit about last week's episode. It was the second part of a two-part conversation with a longtime listener, Caitlin G. Last time I'm going to say this about the interview, Caitlin, thank you. It was awesome. Uh, but uh, it was the second half of that. And it was really just the recap of the, of the interview of what we've been talking about the entire time, the conversation, not even an interview. And what I really want to say that I took away from it was finding... Another trans friend. Yes, there's a distance between us, and well, you know, we both know smidges of each other's stories, but enough to connect. So, so it it, it was nice to ha- meet another friend like that. And we also have very similar views and thoughts, and uh, our our well, our age is very very close, and our life experiences they're different, but they're still very similar. So, for me, it was a I don't want to say cosmic, but it was a really cool uh, internet connection uh, is how I can say it. You know, I've had a couple of those with somebody that is right with me in the same sense of the journey, their own little twists and things, but you know what I mean. So thank you again. And if you haven't heard that, go back to episode 29 and 30. It's part one, part two, and enjoy. (laughs) Really, that's the best I can say. That episode and all past episodes can be found at Changes in Latitudes podcast at blogspot.com. We have uh, an Amazon and a link and a PayPal donate button. Uh, if you're not familiar with those, well, PayPal pretty, you know, it's a donate button. You enter in a dollar amount, you donate. Ta-da! Yes. Uh, the Amazon affiliate link. If you shop on Amazon, and most people do, <laughs> most every single person I've come across in the last five years has ordered something, even if it's just Christmas presents to be sent to other people so they don't have to do that, they're still Amazon users. If you're an Amazon user, go to our website, Changes in Latitudes Podcast at blogspot.com. Find the Amazon affiliate link. It's right there on the right-hand side. Give it a moment to load. It's a little widget. Uh, I've thrown some uh, suggestions in there, things that I've talked about or I may will talk about, may will talk about, I can't talk today, that I probably will talk about in future episodes. Uh, But what it really will do is open up another window, take you right to Amazon, you log in with your own Amazon account, 
And whatever you purchase using that link, a few pennies come back to us. Your price isn't any different. Shipping doesn't change. If you're a Prime user, that doesn't matter either. But shop through our link. I get a few pennies and it helps out. And it helps out. As I'm sure as many, many people have heard, or even if you just start doing a little bit of digging, people, the transition is a costly, financial costly thing. Insurance is starting to understand it and they're starting to do what they can. But it's still a lot more than that. We've got a long way to go. So if you can... From the bottom of your heart, help me with a PayPal donation or clicking through on the Amazon affiliate link. I greatly appreciate it. Uh, Also on the webpage can be found links to iTunes and Stitcher. If you use iTunes, leave us some ratings and reviews. And uh, usually I read them here on the show. But if not, uh, you know, it always helps because that's how iTunes works. Uh, The same goes for Stitcher. Give us a thumbs up for every episode. That's what gets us noticed by Stitcher. And so other people searching out transgender can find us. That's really the keywords that go with that. Uh, If you want to shoot us an email, it's changesinlatitudespodcast at gmail.com. And you can follow me at Twitter on at SabrinaMiller41. And I think that's enough of this introduction. Let's move on. Main topic. Here we go. A little confidence goes a long way. And uh, (laughs) it's, first of all, let's just say this up front. It's easier said than done. If you're having a terrible day and you're trying to just make the best of it and put a smile on, believe me, it's not easy. Some days are easier than others. And other days it's harder. But But if you're having a bad day and you find it hard to smile, the first thing I'm going to tell you is fake it. (laughs) Fake a smile. And and usually most people do without really thinking about it. Somebody's having a bad day and let's say they're at home, all right, and then they run a quick errand to pick up something, food or dessert or uh, I don't know. (laughs) You fill in the blank. There's so many options out there, okay? But you run into the store quickly. Uh, quick in, quick out. A uh, drive through meal. You know, you're running through the drive through maybe. I don't know. But the point is it's quick back and forth. You're, you're home within 15, 20, 30 minutes, dependent upon your residential area. <laughs> I know some places it takes 30 minutes just to drive to the nearest convenience store. I get it. I get it. But, but you're alone for that moment. And I guarantee when you come in contact with that customer service person, more often than not, you're just going to be a little bit pleasant because you know whatever's ticking you off is not their fault and you're not going to try to take it out on them unless they push too hard. You know, you want fries with that? You, you want an apple pie? You want a Coke? You want something to drink? You want to make a donation? You want to take, can I have some more money? You know, it's, I get it. I get it. I get it. It's their job. But sometimes they push a little too hard and sometimes people snap. It happens. In cases like my explanation right here, take a moment, go inside and apologize. Or you know, That's the best thing I can say. Because you realize it and you're, oh man, it's not you. I'm sorry. It's not you. Sorry. Because you don't want to ruin that person's day. That's kind of, you know, passing the ball of shit to the next person. That's not cool. You know, put the shit in the ground, cover it up, let it be. So that's that. Anyhow. But I'm talking about the average person having just a bad day. You know, you didn't get enough sleep. Maybe you drank too much and you got a little bit of a headache. Uh, kids were, you know, yapping at you and, and pulling all the energy out of you. Uh, you worked in the yard in the sun and so you're drained. I, it's fill in the blank. And you might not be your, you know, friendly self. So you're kind of having a bad day. Like I said a minute ago, fake it till you make it. And... I know that when we go out in life, we come across those people that, you know, are always happy and always smiling and always upbeat and always encouraging and always positive. Um, and sometimes we wonder why they're so that way. And then everyone, depending on how frequently you see this person, usually there's a time when you see them not on their best game. And usually I think that's because 
you have seen them at their best game, so they feel they can show you a little more human side. But that's just my personal observation opinion. No matter what their thing is, that moment you're seeing them upbeat and happy and, and, and cheery or whatever, they're faking it till they make it. Or there is truly something there that has you know, given them a reason to smile. Whatever it may be, fill in the blank on that, folks. I mean, engagement, uh, birth of a child, grandchild, niece, nephew, cousin, you know, so many things, you know, the f- gosh, so many things. So, you know, there, there are genuine moments, but there are times when people are bummed because somebody didn't get the raise they were looking for or somebody died or somebody said something that upset them and it hurt their feelings. So they're having a bad day. Well, don't spread the bad is another way to look at it. Don't spread that 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 negative crap. Try to try to try to turn it around yourself. If you need a little help, reach out to friends. We're social media crazy now. Everybody's got Twitter and Facebook and things like that. Reach out. Try to, you know, find that that individual that'll give you the, a moment to say, oh, hey, yeah, you are worth things. You are good. And yes, yes, they, they, that person should not have done, said, whatever it is, you know, your own personal situation. That if you can't find that and you still need a kick, pick me up, kick yourself by faking it. It, it. It's easier said than done, yes, but the moment you try it, it'll become easier and then easier. And then easier for those for those people in their journey that have already you know taken that step outside you know living and there's their true self or they are newly in the process of that it's that fear of okay i gotta tell everybody what's everybody gonna think oh god that it's that it's that fear i get it i understand but you know how the more you do it the easier it gets and this is the same sort of thing. And realize when you look at people and when they're smiling and they're just over the top and trying to be whatever, realize why they may be that way. If they're a clerk at a, at a coffee shop or a fast food restaurant or something like that, they're just trying to make friendly atmosphere so you, know, you feel good about coming in uh, to, to that location, especially if it's something like a coffee shop where people will frequent you know, three, four, five times a a week, and sometimes multiple times a day. You know, you're going to see the same people pretty repeatedly, repeatedly, repeatedly. And you're going to build a rapport with those sorts of people. Well, if there's somebody in that situation that is always upbeat and what have you, realize they're just doing their job and they're good at it. That's all. They're good at separating whatever shit bothers them and keeping it happy at work. I, I've actually worked with someone like that, and they're, they're a dear friend of mine. And I hope that they're listening to this, but their life is pretty busy right now, so she's probably not. But that's a whole other story. Anyhow, when, when somebody's like that, realize that there's probably something with them as well. They're just not ha- letting it affect them right then and there. Time and place for things. That's the best analogy. Put it together. You know, put things in the right time and place. And another way to approach it is to realize that whatever it is where you got to fake it so you make it is, is, is got to put a time limit on it. There's usually a time limit because I understand like at the last few hours of the day at work or, or uh, school, if that's what your thing is, or whatever your, whatever your individual thing is. Usually at the last few minutes, if it's a long thing, few hours or so, usually near the end, you're getting antsy, you're like, you're done with it, this, that, and the other thing, you're ready to move on. And I'm really speaking in the work sort of atmosphere of, of life. <laughs> um, well, you know, fake that last two hours, if you can. I know it's draining, I've done it myself, but fake that last little bit if you can, because you know... As soon as you get into your car, unless you have a carpool, then you got to wait till you're outside of the carpool. Or if you're the driver, you got to wait till everybody's dropped off or whatever your case may be. But, you know, that's what you got to work with. Or maybe your carpool is the chance for you guys as friends to vent. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever it is. But as soon as you're out, you've got your time back. So you can make your phone calls. You can do your Twitter, your, fee- your Facebook 
whatever it is you listen to music listen to podcasts hey whatever it is you've got time to do that so realize okay i've only got two three hours left to put up this facade to when i can let it down and be me and do something for me that'll make me genuinely happy and there's part of finding balance of life <laughs> it's it's just the way i look at things and and realize that you can go blow off steam at at that time whatever that is so i mean depending on why you are so angry or or uh, just down or off or whatever whatever's making you have to fake it till you make it realize that it's it's as soon as that time is there it's the time is yours you can go do whatever you want to make you happy go go blow off steam really is is what i'm trying to say go go work out Go play a game, um, and then that can be that can be an actual game. You know, getting together with people and playing some sort of sport game, team game, or virtual. If virtual games are your thing, go for it. Blow off steam that way. Uh, dance. Uh, if if it if your lifestyle includes the fact that you enjoy libations, have some libations enjoy don't don't overdo you know that's everything within reason back to balance back to balance because realize you got to go back and do it all over again the next day usually so you got to find that balance so i've said that so many times in my show (laughs) but that's what it is and believe it or not the faking it till you make it is kind of cheesy sounding, yes, I know. But we all know of it because it's been around for a reason and it works. It works. And it gets easier usually every time, especially if you work on trying to solve the problem as to why you are frustrated. And if you can't change that, that's when you have to find something on the other side to blow off steam to recharge your batteries. So, uh, and that's where confidence comes in. That faking it, that smile, that, that little bit of whatever it is really helps. If, if, like, if you're not the person that says hello to people when you're you know, walking down the street or whatever your individual thing is, maybe try next time just saying hello. Just a simple, hello, whatever it is. And usually you'll get a nod back or a hello back. And, I mean, don't do it if you don't feel comfortable talking to the person. If the person looks unapproachable or you don't want to approach them, fine, don't. I'm talking about something somebody you feel approachable with. And the the proper location, too. But I, I, I trust you listeners to understand what I mean when I throw something like that out there in such the general vague sense. But ultimately, yeah, it gets easier in time. And really faking it till you're making it, finding balance, really works. All right, Steve Jobs and the Garage Band Band, take us away. Hey, we haven't heard this in a couple episodes. <laughs> yeah. Transgender 30-Day Challenge, or 30-Episode Challenge. Question number 17. What's your binding or tucking choice of preference, and why? So, I'm taking the tucking side because I don't necessarily need to bind yet. (laughs) Uh, If the time ever comes, I might talk about it. But right now, I'm talking about tucking. Uh, It was ever since I uh, discovered what tucking was is when I started looking for the best method. And I didn't really start understanding what tucking was until about 22, 23 years old. Uh, if you're a long-time listener, you'll, you'll know where I am in my life story at that point. But I was, at that particular time in my life, I was in between having no roommates and roommates. Basically, what I said, I had about a almost a year of no roommates. And then 
about a year and a half of roommates. So just to keep you into where I'm at. But this particular time, I actually happened to be living alone. So I didn't have to worry about anybody seeing me. Didn't have to worry about anybody nosing in on what I was searching on the internet. I didn't have to hide any clothing. I didn't have to hide any makeup or nail polish or girly bath things at the time. Uh, I didn't have to hide any of that because I lived alone. If I had anybody over, yeah, I'd put it away unless they knew about it, which was uh, the girl I was seeing at the time. So, uh, but usually I, I didn't have to worry about that. So it was not fully put away in the closet or the drawers or wherever. It was a little more easy accessible. Okay. So at that point is when I was really trying to figure out how do I keep the stuff from, you know, getting in the way of a, uh, of a skirt line, you know, or having an excessive bulge in, uh, in a pair of jeans or something like that? And I didn't know it was called tucking at the time, which, you, hey, if you're, if you're a listener that doesn't understand what tucking is, uh, well, first I say go ask Google. Go check out Google. But so you don't have to disrupt your listening. It's basically when a, uh, a, a person that has a penis, born with a penis, takes the testes and inverts them into the cavity from which they came, uh, I guess is the best way to say that, and then uses the penis to hold back the uh, scrotum, to, uh, and it, it's the, the, the penis is folded towards the uh, rectum. There are so many different things online that will uh, show pictures and descriptions and things, but in a quick nutshell, that's what tucking is. And really the issue that people, you know, well, how do you, what do you use for tucking is finding that the thing that holds every, the, the piece of clothing that holds everything together. And there are a lot of choices out there on YouTube. I've, I've seen a few and I, I, I've tried some. I've made up my own methods throughout the years. Because there was no such thing as YouTube. So, you know, if you, you, you be creative. You try to find forums and see if people, uh, you know, can, <laughs> can give you hints or whatever. And I tried many things. The cut-off pantyhose, to, so you got just the shorts part of pantyhose. And that worked, but it, it got a little uncomfortable because it kept rolling. And it was just, it, it, was, it was not practical. It worked, but wasn't a good solution. Uh, I used smaller, tighter underwear. Uh, I used a dance belt. I used a jock strap, uh, which didn't work at all. And really, when I discovered bikini cut underwear, uh, guy underwear, that's when I realized, wow, I could use this to hold things in. And then later on, I, I started looking towards G-strings, which is ultimately where I discovered the gaff by the company called SOR. Uh, each gaff costs, I think it's about $22, $25, right in there. And that's the one that I've used for oh, 13 years now, maybe longer. And I've loved it ever since I, I started using it. But see, the real issue with tucking is not what you use to hold them in. That, that is a big deal. But it's training your body so you can tuck without it really hurting you, you know, and feeling pain, yes, but also hurting your organs. Uh, because that's, that's the, even if your ultimate plan is to not have them, <laughs> uh, it can do damage, which would not be good now for your ultimate goal later. So if tucking is something that you're trying or interested in or uh, need, need to, you know, improve your own thing, uh, my suggestion is you've got to start practicing tucking properly, slowly. So basically what I used to do is I would come home from work or school at the time, and at home I would tuck. And then uh, I'd usually go for about, at first, it, after about a half hour, it just, the, it just hurt too much. The pressure hurt too much, so I, I couldn't do it anymore. 
And then I eventually built up to, I remember thinking two hours because I watched some movie on television and, you know, broadcast between this time and that time. And it was two hours. So, yeah, I realized that I had done it before the movie came on, you know, probably about 15 or so minutes because I'd got, I don't know. I you I, I remember living at that time. I remember living at that time. Of course, I remember living at that time. I remember when I was living during that time. That usually, when I watched movies, I would have some sort of popcorn because at that time, marketing was trying all the take-home newt-style tasting popcorn. They have all a whole bunch of different flavors. They're still kind of out there. I've noticed. I just haven't seen them in 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 abundancy. But that was the time period when that was happening. So I got a ch- I tried them. Uh, and then certain chips and things like that, chips and salsa, uh, chips and guacamole, and then usually a soda or beer uh, or iced tea. I was getting into iced tea at the time and watched this movie, whatever movie it was in the afternoon. And I remember sitting there and it was, I think it was a couch, uh, thinking, wow, I started at, you know, right before the movie started, because it was, you know, how long does it take to pop popcorn? Five minutes? Less? You know? I mean, and I mean, pop it, give it a moment to cool, put it into a bowl, grab the drink, whatever that is, you know, and then sit down and, you know, make sure everything's all tuned in for the TV. A few minutes, ten minutes, maybe. And I didn't have to, I didn't have to go to the bathroom. So I sat there and, you know, did the thing and watched the movie and whatever. And the movie was over. And I, I thought to myself, wow, that was two hours. I've done it. And so then I, I've just kept building up time. And then when I, and, and, and then the key is being able to uh, put yourself back together when you're in public, usually in a stall. Because in, in learning how to do it, usually people say lie on your back. And that's very true. It's, it's much easier to learn how to do it while lying on your back, but you're going to also have to learn how to do it in a, in a, in a stall. <laughs> That's part of, you know, with a skirt up around your waist or, or uh, pants down around your ankles or something, you're going to have to learn how to do that then if tucking is your thing. And that is where I had the most, and then once in a while still have a couple issues just because of putting things back together. So that's, it's just part of it. It's, it's a matter of manipulating things so they work for you. And you need a firm underwear garment, a G-string at the minimum to hold things in. G-string is probably your best because it helps guide everything towards the center of your backside versus a full paneled underwear, which is a little looser usually. Uh, which is what that SOR gaff is. So that's why I suggest it and use it. Uh, it's not for everyone. I've re- you'll read the reviews yourself. Some people love it. Some people hate it. it uh, welcome to life. There's <laughs> How many things are like that, you know? But my suggestion is give that a try. And try different sizes. Go by their sizing, but try different sizes. And uh, usually, depending on which seller you find on Amazon or whatever, but if the SOR seller... Uh, usually they're very good in listening to your situation. I'm not saying they'll do anything, but I'm saying in the rare case where I had to do something like that, they were very helpful. Enough said. So you got to get your body used to it. You're working out an area, you're working out a a part of your body to do something that it's not naturally, I mean, it is naturally where it came from and all that. Go to your, you know, local uh, health class anatomy class to discover what I mean about that and basically what happens in the first nine months of a person's life. Well, really the first five, six months of a person's life, but you'll figure that out when you go searching that out. Uh, But so they go back to where they came from and everything gets tucked back in. It's just a matter of teaching your body how to do it. Now realize some people out there, their bodies just can't do it. Whatever reason, you can't do it. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, find you have to work on finding another solution. Uh, I I know people in situations like that have used multiple pairs of underwear, uh, usually ranging from like the tightest to the loosest, three pairs roughly. You know, so there's an option. There's tons of options out there on YouTube, but uh, realize you got to go slow. 
if you've never done it before and work up to it. You've got to work up to it. And for me, now when I choose to, uh, I can go basically a full day. I, like I said, sometimes in the bathroom, putting things back together takes a little longer than I really care for, but yeah, I still succeed. I've had no issues to date, and I've been doing it off, off and on for 20 years. I'd like to hear your feedback on this particular question of the 30-day of the episode. And I'd also like to hear some suggestions for what to do after the 30-day challenge. Because we're this is number 17. We're more than halfway through. Still got a little bit left, but we're still more than halfway through. So send your suggestions. Changes in Latitudes Podcast at gmail.com. Okay, Steve Jobs and the Garage Band Band. Give me something. Oh, yeah. That's nice. I like that. Good choice. Good choice. Good choice. Reminds me of Europe for some reason. All right. This is a secondary topic. This is an area where I usually throw in something fun because the main topic is usually kind of something heavy. Well, for those longtime listeners and binge listeners, episode 27 had a song from Cat House Thursday, and we're going to have another one today. Now, if you're not familiar with who Cat House Thursday is, they are San Diego's country rock rhythm and blues band. More information can be found at cathousethursday.com. And this is one of their tracks from their digital download album called It's Time. And the song is Simone Says. And with that, here they are. Take off your shirt. Simone says, don't worry, this is gonna hurt. Simone says, get out on the floor. Simone says, do you want some more? When Simone says, getting down on your knees, you better listen. You got to please her. Simone says, reach out and touch the closest girl or guy. Simone says, jump. Simone says, hands behind your back. Simone says, careful, 20 wax. Simone says, over touch the floor. Simone says, you want some more? When Simone says put your hands in the air You better toss them and take the dare, yeah Simone says reach out and touch the closest girl or guy Simone says jump Huh, how high Better ask her how high
take off your shirt. Simone says, don't worry, this is gonna hurt. Simone says, get out on the floor. Simone says, do you want some more? When Simone says, put your hands in the air. Better toss them and take the dare, yeah. Simone says, reach out and touch the closest girl and guy. Simone says, jump. Thursday. Thank you so much for allowing me to play your music on my program, and I hope that others find you, because every single song I've heard, which is roughly, I don't know, about a half a dozen songs, maybe, I have liked every single thing I've heard. So go out, check them out, cathousethursday.com. This music is... Listener feedback! Listener feedback. Yeah, it's time for listener feedback. Okay, this first listener feedback is technically not necessarily listener feedback but i'm hoping it to be future listener feedback (laughs) you'll understand what i mean in just a moment uh i don't really use my google plus account i have it because you you need it it kind of comes with the uh email address i get it that's cool all right fine a number of my friends are on there and as kind of a marketing tool For those out on Google Plus searching out, you know, transgender podcasts, I usually just post stuff about the podcast. That's it. I don't really post anything else. And it's the automatic posts. I don't even try to create a post. So, you know, it's there, but I don't really use it. And one time I was looking at it. I don't remember why. I think I was checking. I think... Oh, I remember. Uh, On my phone, I have the little Google Plus app, and I had the little notifications saying I think I had six or seven or something notifications. I don't remember. And I I was in a mood to clear the notifications. So I cleared the notifications. And in my discovering of clearing the notifications, somewhere on some transgendered group that I added only because I searched transgender and added it, you know, hoping to share the... The, the podcast sort of deal, and I stumbled, literally stumbled, well, not literally, it's on the internet, okay, um, stumbled in the sense of stumbling on the internet onto this thing that I want to read, and it was posted by, and as we do here on Changes in Latitudes, we always leave the last name out, Jasmine D., Uh, posted it on one of the transgender discussion groups out there in Google Plus world land. And it just, and I don't usually spend a lot of time reading things, but this one caught my eye and I read it and I was really taken aback. Not necessarily emotionally moved, not necessarily awed, but it struck a chord. And I said, I want to share that on the show. So I reached out to her. And she graciously said yes. So, Jasmine, thank you so, so much for allowing me to use this. Tomorrow is my birthday. I know it's not popular for a girl to share her age, but I will be 51. And this has given me reason to pause. I write transgender romantic erotica, but since it's what I know, I wanted to use my words to try and reach whomever may be reading. 
When I was little, maybe three or four, my mother caught me playing with her stockings. Keep in mind that this was the late 60s. The only thing she could think to say back then was, Little boys don't play with those, honey. She meant well, and I don't hold it against her. She was young, and those were the times. When I was a teen, she found my stash of lingerie and called a male mentor in to try and explain to me why I shouldn't be doing such things. It was the late 70s, and things hadn't gotten much better again, so I don't blame her. I became pretty much too hard to handle after that and found alcohol and marijuana and used too much of both. She wound up leading me down to the recruiter's office and told me to pick one. She was pretty beside herself by then. She didn't know what else to do. During that time, transgender wasn't even a known thing, and I barely understood myself, let alone be able to explain what was going on in my head. So I just went along with it, and the military taught me to be a man. During that time, I married. I think in part because I thought it was what I was supposed to do, and partly because I loved her. I was still with her, and she does not understand my needs, but I really do love her. And I've been with her for over 30 years now. Do I have regrets? Yes. Would I do things differently? More than likely. Is this the life I've chosen? Beyond a shadow of a doubt. I wear my masculinity like a suit now. And most days I don't even know I have it on, but inside I'm still transgender and I can no longer lie about that to myself. My hope is that younger TSTG will read this and realize that their options today are better than mine were growing up. Yes, it's still a tough road, but but if I make it in whatever form I can, then so can you. If you are feeling trapped or cornered or like you are just depressed, please find someone to talk to. Heck, write to me. I'll listen. I read about transgender suicides and it breaks my heart. Don't be one of those. Please. We are all beautiful people. And no matter what cards we have been dealt, that is never the answer. So I'm hoping that if anyone is reading this and considering the ultimate end, please grant me my birthday wish and reach out to someone. Your future is brighter than you realize right now. Please feel free to share this wherever you feel it appropriate. Well, Jasmine, this is one place I felt it appropriate. Partially because of my dramatic interpretation of the reading, but that's just my history. I can't help myself when I read text. But it also means you wrote it so beautifully. So once again, thank you for allowing me to share that. All right, next listener feedback. Next listener feedback. Okay, uh, some, not all episodes, but some episodes. I talk about the audience survey, which can be found at Changes in Latitudes podcast at blogspot.com. Uh, reach out, go for it, do it. I appreciate it. It helps uh, grow the show, okay, is short answer. And in the survey, there are two spots where you can write in your own words. It's not a lot, but you can write in your own words. It's during the likes and dislikes section of the survey. And I don't remember which episode. It was a few back, probably, I don't know, six, seven, or eight episodes ago. I read what, was ha- what had happened up to that point. So now I'm going to pick up right where we left off. Now realize... These are totally anonymous. I have no idea where they come from. I just see a little spreadsheet. It's got the date and the words. That's it. So this one came in on March 5th, 2015, and says, Sabrina, your personality and charm. I'm married, 40 plus, considering transition too. So I love hearing your experiences and your stories. I'm basically trying to glean insights What went right, what went wrong from your experience. Conversations with your wife are really great, too. 
Well, thank you so much, listener. I'm so glad that you are also in the same boat as myself and Caitlin, uh, a little closer to myself since I'm married and Caitlin's not, but we all got our different journeys. It's all good. Uh, Thank you for, for being part of the show by listening to the show. I'm glad that I can help you. Send your questions my way. I'd be more than happy to keep them anonymous or share who you are. It's up to you. Just let me know in the email. And the next one came in on April 6th, basically a month later. She talks about life experiences of a specific community that I belong to. She knows the audience she's talking to, and she is in my age bracket. She isn't a child. She has my experience of living a life trying to be something that doesn't fit, like a fish and a bicycle. That was very eloquent. Thank you so much. Uh, Again, I'm glad that I can uh, direct my... stuff to to the audience that's i i've said before in previous shows it's a synergistic thing it's almost like a concert or live theater you know it's just a little it's a slightly different in that it's recorded <laughs> so i'm glad that you are out there thank you okay next one comes from the 11th of april i like the honest talk of somebody who's accepting of their former life doesn't build everything up into a drama and doesn't have bad dysphoria it's helping me figure myself out as I fit a lot of that. Again, somebody that is very similar to me, this is amazing to me to know that there are so many people just like me out there. And I'm glad that I've been given the ability to create this podcast and share it with you if you're not able to, to do it yourself. But we glean from each other in listening. Thank you. That's awesome. Thank you. Okay, let's move on to the dislikes. First one is also from the fifth. Makes sense, because they go together. First one's from the fifth. So, it says, If I'm being honest, question mark, question mark, please take these with a a big grain of salt. These are some distractions to me. Little parentheses there. Focus on show mechanics. Talking about how the only... Talking about how the royalty-free band intros, outros, tags, bumpers work. It's probably important structurally to you as the podcaster, but as a listener, I don't really care. Tells me some, tells me nothing about your transgender experience. Lots of thank yous and insider references to Joe A, Sue B, Stephen C. I'm only through episode seven. Oh, well, that was episode. Oh, wow. We've grown so much. Sorry, I interrupted myself there, but uh, I'm only through episode seven, though. So maybe it's just a new show calibrating. Who am I to comment, really? Anyway, I very much enjoy your show, and I'm not so secretly envious. Okay. Well, thank you. Uh, Yeah, episode seven, I was still stretching my feet. I was still trying to figure out exactly what I was going to do with the show. And I I don't know. I think I may have mentioned this. I may not have. But in my researching of podcasts, usually they say the first 50 episodes is where you really get your bearings down. I'm just over that halfway part at here at 31. So we're, we got like another 20 episodes-ish to, to really figure this out. So thanks for sticking around. And yeah, episode 7 is not as good as some of these other episodes now. But that's how podcasts grow. So again, thank you. Even for the dislike. Okay, next one is from the 6th of April. I realize it's a stream of consciousness show, but she gets on a bit. Just a tad more focus might be okay. But generally, the rambling is no worse than having a coffee with someone. Which is pretty good, because she is the only one holding up her end of the conversation. It has to be fun for her, too. Wow, okay, thank you. Actually, that was something I had been thinking about in my focus of the show. As I just mentioned, you know, we're growing and streamlining the show here. How to basically focus more on topics and putting this putting the show into sections is what has helped me so thank you for that feedback it's uh, it seems to be uh, working because that's that's oh, a couple weeks ago okay and the last one's from the 11th of april how often sabrina apologizes for the audio most people are not audio engineers and so won't notice any popped peas or whatever when they're running through all the episodes I know that I have two to five minutes every episode of listening to her apologize repeatedly for something that isn't an issue. The people who will notice will understand the occasional mistake, and you don't have to apologize for those who won't hear it. 
I, <laughs> yes, I'm guilty of being a perfectionist. I'm so sorry for that. I know it can be annoying and tiresome to not only myself, but to people like you, like you, that listener. Well, even if it is as annoying as it is, you took the time to take the survey. Uh, I don't remember the, the specifically what you said in the like, but I know that all of them, all three of the likes were very positive. So whatever these dislikes are, and this goes for all three of them, you're, you took the time to do the survey and you're still listening to the show. I see that as a win-win situation. So thank you so much for taking the time to do that. I mean, listening to the show, of course, but for taking the time to put into words these wonderful comments in both the likes and the dislikes. So thank you. And if you'd like to take the survey and leave some comments, Changes in Latitudes podcast at blogspot.com and the links on the left hand side, excuse me, right hand side, and I believe at the bottom too. All right, this next listener feedback goes out to a longtime listener and a friend of mine. And I'm doing this because she's she's physically in a location where she doesn't have the opportunity to let the woman out, so to speak. Uh, where she is in her life transition is she she due to her circumstance she hasn't been able to take any of the uh first steps toward transition i mean anything major like dressing or 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 uh, uh hormones or anything like that but she's declared transgender she knows who she is she's just waiting for the opportunity to to do it just like i've mentioned before having a checklist lining up her ducks well she's she's having a rough time right now so as a collective audience just take a brief moment right now and i realize this is going to sound funny but it's truly the name please take a brief moment and just wish b s a happy day or whatever positive thought you want to send to b that's her first name the last initial is s so send some positive vibes out to BS. I know you're laughing inside. I'm laughing inside. And guess what? BS is also laughing inside. And that's what we needed to do for her. So send that positive energy out. Be hold strong. You know we love you. And this last listener feedback shout out goes to another listener, Addison S., who's also going through a rough patch right now. And I just want to say, you know, everybody give a positive thought out to Addison. Give her a little cheer, a little hoorah. Because Addison, you're sticking to that checklist. You're working that checklist. And that's so awesome. Thank you for including me in on that. Just, you know, keeping me informed, basically. Uh, You can do it, girl. I know you can. So stick to it and realize that the end goal is worth the fight and the struggle right now. Wow, we've reached that time. It's the end of the episode. Time to start wrapping it up here. Uh, Thank you so much for sticking through to the end. First of all, listener, I gotta thank you for doing that. Second, let's thank Cat House Thursday for the contribution of the song this episode. Thank you, thank you. Go check out their website, cathousethursday.com. And next episode... Uh, I'm calling it Accepting Trans Womanhood. And now, as Jimmy Buffett says, if I couldn't laugh, I just would go insane. If we couldn't laugh, we just would go insane. If we weren't all crazy, we would go insane. Hey, everybody, stay crazy. You've been listening to Changes in Latitudes, a transgender experience. I'd love to hear from you. 
So let me know what you think or what you'd like to hear about by emailing me at changesinlatitudespodcast at gmail.com or by leaving a comment on the Facebook page at facebook.com slash changesinlatitudespodcast or at the website changesinlatitudespodcast.blogspot.com. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and please leave us reviews and star ratings. Now, wait for it. Here it comes. Disclaimer time! Disclaimer time! I am not a doctor nor a lawyer, and I certainly do not pretend to be one. I am a trans woman who began her transition later in life. I am here to discuss my life, so I take no responsibility for your decisions based on my personal thoughts and experiences. If you are thinking about transition or are questioning your gender identity, first, please know that you are not alone in your thoughts and questions. Second, please seek the advice of a qualified gender therapist or at the very least a local support group. If you're having difficulty finding a qualified professional in your area, I suggest reaching out to the closest LGBT center near you. And lastly, please remember, always question the source when researching information on the internet. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less than complete reproduction requires permission from the host. Copyright 2015 by me, Sabrina Miller. Thanks for listening. Time for takeout. Wait, what? No, it's the outtakes. Here we go with the test. Uh, 715 recording episode 31. Well, a test is not actually going to be the episode. This is just a test. Checking levels. That's what we're doing. Checking levels. Welcome to this person Changes always attitudes. comes in when I'm a transgender experience. And I don't understand why. I'm trying to tell you stuff. What I'm trying to do. A forty-something trans woman shares her observations, all the time. life stories. Who cares the about this person telling their stories? Well, it's a podcast. Everybody does that. Everybody and their dog has one. Please stop interrupting me. So, as I was telling you, um, I would like to do a test now, before. And there it is, is again. Crying your host, me. Oh, Sabrina man, Miller. will you stop talking? And now the cheering of the audience. Oh, I don't understand this. Why does this happen when I'm trying to tell you what I do? So I get started and I do a test. And then uh, I listen to it to check levels and things. And now and now the band is coming in. What is it with this band, for Christ's sake? And now the audience again. Come on, I'm trying to tell these folks things. So I listen and I record. Well, I record. Then I go back and listen. And then sometimes, but not always, not always, I use it in the outtakes. I don't know about this one. Hey, yeah, we haven't had heard this in a couple day, couple episodes. Blah 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 blah. At that particular individual, at that. Okay, secondary topic, time of the show. Uh, for those listeners, long-time listeners or binge listeners, back in episode 27, I talked about and introduced a song from Cat House Thursday, and we're going to have another one. This song is Simone Says. Uh, let's just take that again. Secondary topic. This is the blah, 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 blah. Let's pause. All right, we're back after a quick little break and some chocolate. Chocolate's good. Water. Mm, good stuff. Okay. <clears throat> Let's just take that again. Whole secondary topic. Cat House Thursday, if you don't know who they are yet, is San Diego's country rock rhythm and blues band. You can find out more about them at Cat, cat House. Cat House. Cat House. What's going on with the MIDI? Hello? Why is there an echo? Echo? Hello? There's a delay. All right, we're going to take this again for section two. This listener feedback is going to be chocked full of blah, 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 blah. Whatever, just jump right into it. I write transgender romantic erotica, but since it's blah, 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 blah. The only thing she could think to say back then was little... Bump the microphone. 
She talks about life experiences of a specific community that blah, 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 blah. Well, all right. We've reached that episode. We, what? We've reached the episode. What? Oh, Jesus. All right. And then now, blah, 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 blah. And now for you listener affectionados who, I don't know, really like to dive in and listen to this show. I'm looking for Easter eggs. This is one of them. Okay? Okay. The outtake of me talking to the narrator and then the band and then the applause that happened during this episode. I want you to know that that was truly off the cuff and I made it up as you heard it just like that. So there's a little Easter egg nut for you. Have a great evening, morning, afternoon, commute, uh, coffee, tea, cocoa. Uh, I don't know. Uh, before bedtime, uh, waking up time, whatever you're enjoying when you listen to my shows, have a fantastic one. Bye. Thank you, good night, and always remember.